Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And happy whatever day it is. (laughs) Whatever day you're listening. Happy fall, almost. (laughs) Are you like a fall person? Like a gets really excited about fall? I feel like I usually am, but because, like, I feel like I didn't do as much summer stuff as I usually do, I feel a little, like, sad about summer ending. I don't, I feel like I'm usually more excited for fall. What about you? I kind of agree with that. And not to talk about weather, but <laughs> when it got, like, chilly earlier this week, it was, like, down in the low 40s. I I was kind of excited because it's just like refreshing. Yeah, that's true. And it, and it feels good to be outside, but but I am glad that it's like going back up to the seventies for a little bit longer, because that's the best part about fall is when it just like cools down a little bit. Yeah, and it's just like really comfortable to be outside. Right. I also feel like we got introduced to the cold weather with, like, rain and gloom. Mm-hmm. So all I, like, have done is, like, sat inside and wanted to sleep, <laughs> basically. So once we get some sunny weather again, I feel like I'll be super excited. Yeah, I I usually, um, ever since being out of school, I feel like I count September as a month of summer. Interesting. Because... It's not like I'm changing my routine really that much. Right. Yeah. And the weather is still nice. So. I could see that. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I used to be like a really excited pumpkin person. I think you know that about me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, in the past couple of years, I don't know. I still get excited and I want to have pumpkin things. But I'm not, like, buying all the pumpkin things and, like, and, like obsessing like I used to. I feel that way, too, actually. Because I used to be, like, oh, PSL, like, gotta get mm-hmm. it. And now I'm, like, oh, this is a little too sweet, actually. Like, it's not actually worth the hype. <laughs> like, I like it sometimes as a treat, but not as, like, consistently as, like, I feel like I used to. Yeah, I, I like the taste of of a PSL but I would not drink a whole whole one right like I would get like a coffee with pumpkin in it I used to I used to like every September buy like a pumpkin flavored like coffee grounds oh but I think but I think I just like tired myself out yeah I just I don't want it anymore I don't want it (laughs) I don't want it well we will on a future episode um be ranking some of our favorite and least favorite uh pumpkin things so stay tuned for that pumpkin and other fall items yes. I think we could expand it a little bit it's true all all things fall um <clears throat> okay I just want to recap our thoughts this is 
kind of random actually oh it's a it's a departure from pumpkin for sure but um <laughs> are we in a corporate business meeting we are taking off anyway um <laughs> it's actually kind of sad uh gender reveal parties uh, let's recap our thoughts because uh, i know we've talked about this before um I would have been thinking about this because um, there's there was like a gender reveal party where someone had a firework recently. And I don't know if this is like reported as facts, but it was said that one of the fires in California was started, the wildfires in California was started by a gender reveal party where they shot off a firework. Yeah, it. That was a like it wasn't like as severe as like the main fires, mm-hmm. but it's obviously but one of, like a dry. It was season. a fire, yeah. yeah. And there's one. There was an article about the same thing like two years ago, and I want to say that was maybe I can't remember where, but it was probably when in Oregon, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I also remember an article a few years ago about <clears throat> someone in Iowa having a gender reveal, and it something like blew up and actually killed family members. Right, and we talked, I think that's what we talked about. Yeah. I just, like, well, we've talked about how gender is a construct. (laughs) Yes. And I I think if you want to have the cutesy party, like, whatever, I'm not going to judge. I'm going to go be supportive. But, like, why do we need to add fire or dangerous things? Like, just have a cake. I don't know. Right, it's all... It all comes out of this, like, Instagram age of, like, needing to share and, like, make it cool so that you can, like, take your video and share it. Or it's, like, someone, people trying to go viral and, like, I don't know, maybe they just want to be dramatic for themselves, but still. Yeah. No, that's a good point because I feel like it's. I would also, yeah, that's a good point. Like, question the intent. Like, if you have three boys and you're really hoping for a girl and you want to have a gender reveal, that's exciting. Like, I could see that, like, hope and such. But if you, like, are just doing it for the gram, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you asked me a question, um... Like a couple months ago, this was not on the podcast. Oh, but I've been like thinking about it a lot. Oh wow, what did I ask? Um, you asked me if, uh, like what I thought about not using gender pronouns with like a baby. Oh like, yeah. Like so you have you like have a baby, birth. yeah, and you just like don't use gender pronouns with them until they are like able to decide what gender they are. Or, like, if they are gender or not kind of thing. hmm And I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. I think it'd be really hard because we're just, like, so conditioned to use he or she and pink or blue and and that kind of stuff. But But I do see, like, the benefits of it and, like, I don't know. I think there's something to that. 
Yeah, I do feel like it's confusing for a small child that isn't um, gender fluid, I guess. That wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't one day identify as gender fluid. Yep. Um, it would be confusing the other way. So, like, a part of me is, like, is it doing more harm and confusing them yeah. to use the pronouns that everyone else in the world uses? Or is it, or is it just, like, I don't know. Because... You don't know until they're older whether or not they will identify that as that. Right. You might be confusing them more if they are a biologically female and identify that as that, and you're just saying they. But right, I think I, I definitely think I agree more with that side of it, but, but I am like, I don't know, I'm open to that other side of it too. Like I see, I see both sides of why you'd want to do that. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I think it makes, I don't know, it makes more sense to me to, like, just go with whatever gender they are and then be open to, like, whatever they they would want. Oh, or maybe it's just, like, have the conversation, like, earlier on. Maybe not when they're, like, super little, but just, right. like. Or course correct if they want to play as, you know, mm-hmm. or come yeah you just yeah say they want to be a boy yeah like just be open embrace it and see where it goes so so that's that (laughs) that's that don't have fireworks at your gender reveal or how about like during dry season when there's already wildfires that haven't even reached their peak that are super destructive and sad just like probably avoid the fire outside you know maybe in general (laughs) yeah yeah just be be a little smart all it takes is like a little bit of smart just a little (laughs) (laughs) um in other news um another dumb people news Gosh. No offense, no offense to anyone who might Who's... be offended by this, <laughs> but who might keeping up with the Kardashians is being canceled. Why? What are your thoughts? Do you know? Is it just like it's run its course, or is there a specific reason they're canceling it? Well, it's been on the air for like thirteen years or something. Yeah. So I think it has just kind of run its course. Um, I don't. I don't watch it. I've I, never seen a full episode. Yeah. So we used to have um, when Emily and I lived together in co- our college house. We used to watch it every Sunday, and Emily would like refused to partake, um, which I understand. I so I really like reality TV, but and I watched Keeping Up the Kardashians for a while, but mm-hmm. at some point I just lost interest because it's like so not relatable (laughs) like it's just I don't know it wasn't for me yeah I just I can't with them I think they're annoying um it's fine they can do what they want to do just not my thing um nothing against any of them but yeah not my cup of tea um and uh, anyway, I listen to a podcast that talks about it sometimes, and they were saying that um, 
they do watch the show and they were saying that like no one wants to film like like nothing has been happening in the, in the most recent episodes because no one like Kim or Courtney or any of those people like they don't want to be on it so they're just like doing the bare minimum <laughs> and then the episodes are like awkward and boring. Uh, yeah so it's time mm-hmm. that makes sense because they've also like grown up like yeah that makes sense farewell um, I've moved from Kardashians to Real Housewives <laughs> and uh, no regrets. In other shows that I have not gotten myself into. <laughs> but but I'm kind of intrigued by are you I heard that the next um, Housewives is going to be Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh really? Yeah interesting so I actually didn't watch Real Housewives until this year Mm -hmm. um I was like in quarantine and I was like I need some like just like trash for my brain you know and I just put some trash in my brain seriously I just need something to distract me that's like not real world chaos and garbage I'd like it for my brain please (laughs) bubblegum for the brain um yeah so that is how I have now watched uh, three different seasons, series of Real Housewives. So which ones have you watched? Um, Atlanta, um, Potomac, and I'm currently on Beverly Hills. Did you know that I used to think Pot- Potomac was pronounced Potomac? No, but that's hilarious. <laughs> um, so I... Always thought it was Potomac, and then this is a random story. But I was at like a conference for work, and it was out in Baltimore. And there was, which is like where Potomac is, like on the East Coast, right? Yep. And um, there was a, a ballroom in the like hotel where the conference was, and it was called Potomac. <laughs> slash Potomac (laughs) and everyone was saying Potomac and I was like Potomac like where is that I don't see that on here and then um I I was like how do you even spell Potomac and then (laughs) and then I was like looking at the map on the thing and I was like oh maybe it's pronounced Potomac not Potomac (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. I think that's funny, though. I feel like that happens to me sometimes where it's a word I've only ever read. I've never mm-hmm. heard out loud. And yeah. you hear it out loud, you're like, whoa. Like, I've done this wrong for years. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was exactly it. I just, like, it's not, it, it wasn't a part of my world, really. So I never heard it out loud. And then all of a sudden, there was a conference room named after it. And <laughs> I, I learned. Yeah, but I still say Potomac in my brain because it's funny. I, it. <laughs> yes. I feel like there's certain words I pronounce incorrectly f- because of you as well. So, like what else? Piece of Chio. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised actually. <laughs> and yeah, any other? Um, probably. I just can't like think of them right now. That's the main one. Um. Another one that I feel like 
um, I always feel like brutal. The word brutal, yeah, should be pronounced should be pronounced brutal. Interesting. Like that just feels like it makes more sense for like what the word brutal means. Like it's more aggressive. <laughs> like it's just like more like intense. Like brutal, man. Interesting. I feel like I'm getting a glimpse in Emily's brain. <laughs> um, even when you said brutal, I feel like you were like rolling the O or whatever. Brutal, like like strudel. I don't know. <laughs> the O? Or the U. It, like the yeah, the U, but the double O, like phonetic spelling. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Words. Words are hard. Words are great. Indeed. Um, anyway. Okay, I have a question about words, actually. You just made me think yeah. of this. Uh-huh. How often do you hear a word that you've never heard before? Mm. Good question. Not that often. I feel like that way, too. But then, like, we had a conference, and I can't remember who the speaker was, but some smart person. And they used a word, yeah. and I was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm always like, like, it's like a gut punch. Like, I don't know. I feel like... Like, I should... you feel bad because you don't know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I should know all the words by now, which is impossible, oh. but... Anyway. Yeah. So, I don't think it happens very often, but it definitely happens. And I totally relate to that because I'm like, oh, why don't I know this? I'm like a writer and a copy editor. Like, I should know words because I know all the grammar rules and everything. Yeah. Um, But... But yeah, uh, you can't. You can't memorize the dictionary. I mean, you could, but that feels like a really big um, waste of time, probably. Yeah. I mean, you probably wouldn't be that much smarter. No. You'd have, like, book smarts, but not street smarts. And, like, you wouldn't be able to have a conversation because no one else knows what those, some of those words are. True. You gotta just, like, work with what what's around you. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that was my uh, quick tangent on words because I was curious okay, well, think about that. <laughs> just don't don't feel bad about yourself, okay? Okay, okay, thanks. <laughs> you you either, okay? You're smart. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um I'm just gonna keep going down my list. Okay. And you ever want me to do the, quiz the quizzes point? at the end? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so have you heard about Reba? Um, that you're obsessed with her and that you sent me there's like a filter on Snap on is it Instagram? Yes. <laughs> so Instagram has been like on their filter game lately. Like I wish that I could somehow bring these filters over to Snapchat because I don't use Instagram to just like send people random photos, you know? Well maybe you need to start. Well, I can, but uh, it's just not normalized to my life yet. Okay, continue. (laughs) Um, So, Reba just re-released her um, new, or she re-released an old album, I think. And I might be a bad fan because I, like, didn't really know it was coming. 
Okay. It's it's the 30th anniversary edition of her album, Rumor Has It. And if you've ever seen this album cover, it's, like, iconic. Um, she's wearing a, like, orange sweater. And then she has, like, this, like, what do you even call it? She has, like, a big floppy hat on. And then, like, a black thing around her neck and around her head. Oh. I might need to look this up. And I'm not sure. Here, I'll send it to you. Okay. I just sent it to you on Instagram. <clears throat> oh, it's like a weird, like, cowl thing. Cowl. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> Um, and I can't say I really understand, but the filter on Instagram is just that photo, and then you can put your face through it, and so we'll post a picture of this, because you obviously can't see it, but it's just, like, very Reba. (laughs) Oh, she even has on her Instagram her in the filter. Oh my god, it's hilarious. It's really funny. (laughs) So is that why she's, like, trending right now? Because of the re-release? I think so, yeah. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. She's re-releasing yeah. an album, so. Um, it now has a new fancy dance remix. Ooh. Um, I have not listened to it. I gotta, I'm being a bad fan. I need to get back on my Reba That's game. okay. I was just um trying to think of, sorry, it was. No, go ahead. I was just trying to think of the Reba um, theme song for their show. It's like, I can hear the tune in my head. Oh, I just listened to it. It's like gentle hands and something. Like, how does it? <laughs> With gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. Um, I'm a survivor. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> morning. Um, It's morning, just <laughs> so you're aware. <laughs> That I'm really a exactly, singer. That's exactly what I wanted when I asked the question. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, you knew the song. You just wanted me to sing it. Well, I really couldn't think of like more words than that, but like I knew that you would sing it. So yes, partially. <laughs> um yeah, I recently just listened to like my old Reba playlist and jammed out to some of her. What's your favorite Reba song? So my favorite Reba album came out when I, I think I was like a junior in high school. Um, and I'm going to go to it and tell you some of my favorite songs. Okay. So yeah, Keep On Loving You came out in 2009. Um, and the song I Want a Cowboy, have you heard it? I don't know. Oh, it's so good. might have some listening homework after this um this whole album i want a cowboy is probably my favorite song on this but this whole album is so good can we name the episode i want a cowboy yes (laughs) and people will be like what and then you can just picture me just okay listen to that song and then picture me as a junior in high school 
in like a Ford Focus. Uh, Ford Taurus, two thousand three no, Ford Taurus, uh, tan colored gold. I like to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> just driving down those uh, suburban streets. <laughs> didn't didn't really fit, but jamming out, <laughs> jamming out, jamming out in my Ford, in my Ford Taurus. <laughs> My grandma's for Taurus. Love it. And Sugarland. You're not a Sugarland fan. I'm not really. Like, I definitely like will sing along to their like radio hits, but they're not just they don't do much for me. I have a whole playlist of Reba and Sugarland songs, and it just takes me back to high school. Interesting. Sometimes it's kind of painful. Do you like Jennifer? <laughs> Do you like Jennifer Nettles like solo stuff too or not really? Yeah, I haven't really I don't like my fanship for Sugarland has kind of dropped off since I like school. I think <laughs> early college is like the last time I like but they like broke up for a while. Yeah, and then Jennifer Nettles went out on her own. Yeah. And I like I like it. Like I will listen to it, but it's not like on my playlist. Yeah. So. Gotcha. But I like the, um, there was, like, a Sugarland song that came out a couple years ago that Taylor Swift actually wrote. Babe. Babe. It was, was like, a single that they just released, and Taylor Swift wrote it, and she, like, kind of sings background on it. Interesting. Um, I have a Taylor Swift question for you, actually. Okay. So I, I've always been under the impression that like her music often is about like past relationships, mm-hmm. but I was listening to a podcast recently, shocking. And they were saying like, I don't remember what they were even talking about, but they're like, oh, it's like the Taylor Swift effect. And I was like, what? And they're like, where she writes a song about someone, even though they like have barely interacted, like she was just obsessed with them. Is that oh. true? Or is it mostly like real relationships she writes about? No, this is true. Oh. Um, she also writes about um, just, like, kind of random people. I One example is coming to mind right now, um, and it's a song, Enchanted. Okay. Um, and it's about um, – I'm going to look up exactly what it's about so I can tell you. Okay. But it's about – she wrote the song, and it's, like um, – kind of describes like seeing this person like across the room like meeting them at a party um and then it's about like this other artist person um that she just like really admired that's what they were talking they were talking about hey there delilah because the guy was just obsessed with delilah and didn't actually know her oh and they did an aka to that song anyway that's (laughs) So kind of a similar thing. Interesting. Okay. Yes, it was inspired by Oh my gosh. I knew this. Yes. Okay. No, you will love this. Okay. okay. So 
Um, the song is about being infatuated by someone after meeting them for the first time. The song was confirmed to be inspired by Adam Young, the founder of the music project Owl City, after oh. Young released a cover, cover of the song responding to Taylor's version. Cute! I do like that. Minnesota represent. <laughs> Owatonna. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love that song, Enchanted, by Taylor Swift. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, hey, kudos to her for, like, being able to, like, write so much about small interactions and be successful at it. Yeah, and now um, her most recent album has, like, a bunch of different storylines within it mm-hmm. that, like, c- connect the songs and it's not really like a real story. Well, one song is actually about like the person who owned her house in Rhode Island before. Oh. Which is cool. Yeah. It's like kind of about the history of like the people who lived in her house before. Um, and then the other songs are like they have there's like two different storylines and it's um it's about like a high school like teenage love triangle. <laughs> And then and it, each of the songs, like, tells the perspective of, like, a person within the love triangle. Interesting. It's Interesting. Really cool. it's, it's pretty cool. I feel it's like, creative. Actually, yeah. like, not only are the songs good, but they, it's, it's totally Taylor Swift, like, Easter eggs, figure out the puzzle, figure out the story. It's cool. So, you know what else I heard about Taylor Swift on the same podcast? <laughs> I mm-hmm. didn't know that at one point um, she met Aretha Franklin. And oh. Are- she was, like, such a fan of her music. And Aretha was just like, oh, you're so pretty. And, like, didn't compliment her voice back. And people, like, lolled because, like, it was like, you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. But she didn't compliment her voice back. But. Oh, that well, could be very uh, much reading into things, and they're very different like, powerhouse voices. I feel like that's like a random recounting of a story, and like might not be like it could be taken out of context for sure. Um, but also like I don't know, Aretha. Aretha, I love Taylor Swift. I love like obsessed with their music diehard fan always will be will always be a taylor swift defender but she doesn't have like a like blow your mind right she's got her like own little niche of yeah Mm -hmm. right you can't really compare the two (laughs) so right you can't you can't and um i don't know yeah i just thought it was funny that she came up twice that is kind of funny though (laughs) Well, uh, do you <laughs> um, do you want to? Oh, oh, wait! I wanted to tell you about something. Okay. Have you have you seen the movie? Because I said so. Um, I feel like I've seen parts of it. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's Diane Keaton. 
Which one time my friend Aaron told me I looked like Diane Keaton when I got my hair cut. Was that a compliment and, at the time? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I like had cut my hair kind of short and I was it was winter and we were going somewhere and I put like a like a winter hat on like a little beanie. <laughs> I'm picturing Diane Keaton right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know exactly what it looks like. And she was like, um, you look like Diane Keaton. And I was kind of offended in the moment. Um, but like Diane Keaton is beautiful. So <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have been. But I, I think that her intention was not the nicest. Yeah. But it's something only a best friend could say. So. Yes. <laughs> we got through it. And now it's just funny. Um, anyway, thank you. <laughs> like, that was a tangent. Diane Keaton and Mandy Moore and uh, Lauren Graham. Love. Which so the the movie came out in two thousand seven, so it was just like the height of well, it was the end of Gilmore Girls. But I just cannot see Lauren Graham as anything but Lorelai. Right. Gilmore. Same. But you've watched Parenthood, right? Yeah, actually, she's really good in Parenthood. I need. I maybe I should watch it's her show. It's so I mean, good. I, it was like years ago that I tried to watch a couple episodes and just didn't get into it. But maybe I need to try again. You need to stick it out. And I just like love it because like the cast to this day still like loves each other like family, which I don't know. I just feel like you can see that on certain. How shows. many seasons are There's there? There's only five. I want to say. Which like oh well that's still that's still a lot yes a good amount yeah uh, okay so this movie the premise is Diane Keaton is the single mom with three girls and one of the and the, two of the uh, girls are married and one maybe more is still single and she's like has just like boy problems I guess and can never find and just like can't find a boyfriend and the mom puts out a personal ad like looking seeking for life partner for my daughter and then she like meets a bunch of guys and um that's kind of the premise for the story and it's just like a lot of like family boundary Um, but the dad from Seventh Heaven is in it, which he's problematic. But yes, but um, what do you think of? It just sucks when that ruins ruins like your favorite thing. I know. Like, why do people have to suck? <laughs> like, he's the dad in. Uh, he plays Andy's dad in The Office too, oh. and every time the episode comes on, I'm just like, ugh. ugh. So, um, would you recommend the movie? I would recommend it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's just like your classic romantic comedy where you can predict exactly what's going to happen at the end. Right. But, but it was good. Okay. They sing in it. Like, Mandy Moore sings. And there's just, like, kind of fun scenes. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe uh, that'll be a movie night at some point. Okay, I have a question for your Disney watching. 
Okay. Um, so there's 17 Disney pr- princess movies on Disney Plus that they're ranked from best to worst. Um, do you have Disney Plus? Uh, I did for a while, but I don't anymore. But you've seen all the classic Disney princess movies, correct? Correct. Okay. So what do you think is the worst Disney princess movie? Like the one that people say is the worst? Um, or just my opinion? This is some random person on BuzzFeed's opinion. So, oh. um, on like the actual like princess themselves. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so there's really no right or wrong, but I'm going to see if you agree. <laughs> oh, so this isn't. Um... It's not by ratings. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, well, I'll just go by my opinion and we'll see how it compares. Yeah. So, the worst, the worst Disney princess. Can you tell me, like, what ones they all include? Um, sure. It's all the classics, so. Like, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Frozen, um, Tangled, Brave. Mulan, mm. Moana, Princess and the Frog, okay. all those. Okay, the worst is Sleeping Beauty. Interesting. Okay. Um, out of 17, they have Sleeping Beauty at number nine. Why do you say hmm. that it's the worst? Oh, because that's probably the movie I've only seen like once uh-huh. and just didn't really enjoy because she's asleep the whole time. Right? I think so. So the description of this, that reason that it's like in the middle, it frustrates me to absolutely no end that they just had to keep her hidden for one more day. But no, the fairies decided it was a good idea to let Aurora walk in the woods on her own and then have a magic fight. What a terrible mistake. The art style in this movie is one of my faves and Maleficent is the most badass villain out there. Not to mention Prince Philip really goes through a lot to save the whole kingdom. It's commendable. <laughs> I don't commend the princes in any of these movies. But... That's fair. Um, okay. Um, do you want to know what this author wrote as the worst? Yes. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, okay. That was going to be my second choice. Okay. What's your reasoning? Uh, because it's also just like she falls asleep and then the prince has to save her by kissing her. Right. They said Snow White is at the end of the list because honestly, she's one of the more bland Disney princesses. Her prince has like zero personality and her stepmom wants her heart in a box because she's prettier. Brutal. I'm glad I've seen this piece of Disney history. Brutal. But <laughs> no, I was like, this is meant for Emily. <laughs> Um, but wouldn't watch it again. Okay, what's your number one? I know your answer, but... My number one is always Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella's made the t- list twice because they rated the live action and the... Um... Oh! <gasps> What'd they say? So, let me find it. Oh. Live action is 14. Okay. And... Reasoning? Reasoning? 
While I did like the live-action version of this movie better than the original, it doesn't build a whole lot of the animated version's history. I enjoyed the addition of Haley Atwell as Cinderella's mom, and I really liked the costume, so it climbs a little higher than the 1950 original on this list. But the original is 16, so that's the second to last. And she said, remember when Cinderella's stepsisters ripped her dress? Also brutal. The villains weren't vile. They were just cruel. They had no motive other than to make Cinderella's life terrible. I'm really glad Cinderella got her happy ending, but then ride to the end of the movie is rough. For a classic Disney princess film, it's not bad, but it did give me the unrealistic expectation that woodland creatures would help me around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I mean... You have to take all those things with a grain of salt while you're watching it. Um, I, so I have to say, I, I love the, the classic Disney version, but the reasons that I love Cinderella are more based on the live action and then the musical. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the musical would be like next level. It is like the music and the songs are just like the best thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> and and that's my feeling. So her number one is the Princess and the Frog, which I haven't seen. Have you seen this? No, but I was gonna say that I feel like the more recent ones are probably gonna be towards the top because, like, the themes are more about like feminism and girl girl power yeah. and like doesn't need a prince to save her type thing exactly like they're they're not making those type of movies anymore right the like problematic ones that are more like Mm -hmm. like reminiscent more than anything for us (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah anyway i thought that was interesting and i knew you were a disney expert and i maybe have seen each of them once (laughs) i wouldn't say i'm a disney expert no no. You're just like a fan of certain items or I'm a fan I'm a fan of Disney. But I'm not like a crazy not crazy cuz like these people are like res- mad respect for your Disney lovers, but like Disneyland, Disney World people. Yeah. Like I've never been to Disney World, and I've only been to Disneyland once when I was in second grade. I'd love to go, but it's just like hasn't been like top of my list. Interesting. Um, and and then as far as movies go, like you know, I'm just not a movie person. Yeah, so. you have to be in the mood. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, like Cinderella is just my top. Like that's what I'll watch over and over and over. <laughs> Wait, what? Remind me, your favorite um, Cinderella is which one? My very favorite is it's a 1964 version. Okay. And it was like a TV special thing, Rogers and Hammerstein gotcha. musical version. Fun. Um. Okay. Well, let's end on a happier note. Well, not a happier note. I don't know. That wasn't a sad note. Anyway. Let's end on a quick. It is sad. It is sad that Snow White and um, Sleeping Beauty had to fall asleep for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, right. That is true. <laughs> okay, so then Anyways. on a happier note, <laughs> a okay, quiz, can you name the song just from the five words used the most? 
Um, so I took this mm-hmm. and I got 10 out of 14. So I feel like you'll do better than you're cool. thinking you did. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, and there's choices. So I can read those for you. I okay. love no, always, all. I love no, always, all. Okay. Love on Top by Beyonce. Someone Like You by Adele. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Or Love on the Brain by Rihanna. Is it I Will Always Love You? Yes. <gasps> okay. Walk alone, only one shadows. Oh my gosh, I already know what, what it is. What is it? Is it the uh, Green Day song? Yeah, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like weird, like how easy it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, crazy looking now, right. Either choices. Okay. Yeah. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania. Crazy in Love. Correct. Uh-oh, that gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see, like, fighting Shakira, baby. Shakira? So it's... it's Shakira, Shakira. So they're all Shakira songs. So is it Whenever, oh, okay. Wherever, Waka Waka, Hips Don't Lie, or Try Everything? Is it Hips Don't Lie? Yes. <laughs> okay. Love found hopeless side place. We found love in a hopeless place. This is so easy. I know. Isn't it crazy by five words? Okay. Um, yeah, but the words are all like the title. Yeah. I mean, I still got four wrong, so. <laughs> okay. I want to know which ones you got wrong. I don't wrong. remember, but we will see. Later. Okay. Down, moon, boom, like, let. Do I need the choices? Walking on the Moon by The Police, Dynamite by Tayo Cruz, Boom Boom Pow by Black Eyed Peas, or Firework by Katy Perry. The Police one. Incorrect. It's Firework by Katy Perry. Wait. Say the words again. Down, Moon, Boom, Like, Let. Moon. I guess that is in Firework. Okay. I was thrown off by that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tricky, tricky. Okay. Buy, love, much, money, care. All You Need Is Love by The Beatles, Baby Love by The Supremes, Love Song by Sarah Bareilles, or Can't Buy Me Love by The Beatles. Okay, can you say the yep. words again? Buy, love, much, money, care. Is it The Beatles? There's two Beatles choices. All you need is love or can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. That is correct. Woohoo. Okay. Just when amazing, no, cuz. Cuz. Your options can't are Just the Way You Are by Bruno Mars, Perfect by Ed Sheeran, A Thousand Years by Christina Perry, or I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Ooh, okay. What are the words again? Just when. Amazing, no, cuz. Uh, Bruno Mars. Yeah. Cuz you're amazing. Cuz. Uh. Cuz. <laughs> okay. Cause. We're on number nine. Go let mama just never. Okay. Um, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Mo- Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Under Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. 
You're doing so good. Okay. World when never word king. Um, Riptide by Vance Joy, Wake Me Up by Avicii, Pompeii by Bastille, or Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Ooh, okay, I need the words again. World when never word king. Now I forgot the song. Riptide by Vance Joy. Ooh, ooh. What? Is it, um... Oh, I feel like it's the Vici one, but not. But then I also feel like that's wrong. What do you want to go with? Maybe it's the Riptide one? Okay. Nope, it's Viva La Vida by Coldplay. I think I got that oh, one wrong, wow. too. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> okay, it, want, yeah, like, bot. Um, Good as Hell by Lizzo, Bad Guy by by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, or Say So by Doja Cat? Ooh, I don't know these as well. Um, it, want, yeah, like, bot. I think I guessed on this one as well. Is it, Rihanna? Is it um, Ariana? It is. It is Seven Rings. <gasps> Woohoo! Okay. Love, maybe, baby, found thinking. Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran, All of Me by John Legend, Let Her Go by Passenger, or Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. Thinking Out Loud. Correct. I think you're going to beat my score. Okay, two more. It, yeah, reverse and flip. <laughs> Work It by Missy Elliott, One Two Step by Sierra, Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg, or Low by Flo Rida. Work it? Yes. Flip it and reverse it. Um, okay. Sing, dream, no, year, laughter. Um, Amazed by Lone Star, Dream On by Aerosmith, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, or Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Can you say the words yep. again? Sing, dream, no, year, laughter. Is it Dreams? No, it's not. No, it was Dream On by Aerosmith. But you beat me. You got 11 out of 14. You're a music mastermind, it says. So you can add that to the resume. (laughs) I will. Okay. Did you enjoy that? Yes, I did enjoy. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.